Is Jimmy's all right? Welcome to Newcastle Fans TV. Carl is joining us very, very shortly for the annual Sam, annual scoring of the players. Um, before we get into this, do you reckon there'll maybe be a few disagreements in this? Bruce out. Um, I, I don't know. Disagreements maybe on if someone's being not positive enough, perhaps. Um, but yeah, it's going to be be a strange one this one because we used to be being um fours fives yeah very critical but uh yeah it should be good yeah we're gonna have um uh, a lot of high scores i reckon do play along we are live on twitch we're live on youtube big shout out to josh t who's just became a premium member so you'll see uh, me walking down the woods the other day and you'll see the latest guests in the podcast as well so uh, have a look at that and you can join with discord i'll put a link in the uh, community tab later for you uh, yeah, so welcome everybody. Hope you're doing uh, our reads as well. But just before we begin, Carl is going to join us as I say, Sam. Overall, I haven't got it in this list, but I want you to tell me if you could score the season out of 10. Uh, based on what we were expecting or what we were hoping for this season, it has to be a 10. Um, we, the majority of the fans were hoping for top 10, top 8 and a bit of a cup run. We've had a Wembley weekend and we're we've we're playing Champions League football next season. So quite, how, can quite it be, how, how can it be anything other than a ten? It's incredible you said, you know, at the start of the season, I'm gonna give you a cup final in the Champions League place. We'll all be like Oh, we'll only take one of them. But thank you, we'll take two. I'd I'd have I'd have questioned your sobriety and uh, asked whether you were high uh, if you'd have said that. But um it's happened. It's happened, and who knows what will happen next season. Yeah, everybody can see the celebrations with all the players at the end uh, of the match. Uh, after Leicester, the Monday night game where that secured Champions League football. Um, fantastic. That's something to look forward to on the channel, which is going to be incredible going to away games uh, to Madrid's and Munich's and so forth of this world. But One of us, will we? Yeah, we'll tag you along. We may have some room in the boots if we're, if we're driving there. Uh, that's only if it's one of the Western countries. But um, shall we get cracking then? Mm, please. I'm going to give you the honour, of course, having our number one goalkeeper. And play along, everybody. Nick Pope, what a season. Incredible. Incredible. When he first signed, I thought, why are we, why are we buying yet another goalkeeper? We've already got four. Um why why are we getting another one? Um is he that much better than Dubravka? Uh yes, yes he is. I would still say Dubravka's slightly better with the ball at his feet than Pope, but Pope has been immense. Absolutely immense all season where games were Do you do you remember sorry do you remember at the start in our WhatsApp we were debating who's gonna be number one and I was saying well, you're spending ten million on an England national, of course he's gonna be number one. Ten million isn't that much, though, and like it would, not. it would it would represent good value. I was surprised, less surprised that of the price tag. Then I, I, I was more surprised that no other teams were in for him because you look at some sides. There was a, f- a few in the Premier League that really could have done with a, a new goalkeeper. I, I think, and I, I look at West Ham, I look at Leicester, um, teams like that. And it's you know, Leicester have paid the price. Uh, I'm glad we've got him. He's been superb. He's got one minor blot on his copybook, which was the game against Liverpool. So, I mean, you can't score him lower than a nine. Has he done enough to be a ten? 
you you were you gave us strict instructions to not do point five. So I was gonna um, do not I was gonna do nine point five for Pope, but I suppose it, it would have to be uh, nine out of ten because there's been plenty of games where he's not been called upon. Then all of a sudden, bang! He needs to make a huge save to to keep us ahead or to keep us in a game. Um, yeah, absolutely superb. Absolutely superb. I have to agree on that. Nick Pope gets uh, a nine out of ten. He's probably his only downfall is that red card against Liverpool, which we were all jumping around thinking, does that mean he's missing the cup final? Or does that mean he's available? We're all looking through these things where the laws have changed the last couple of years, whether a player can or not. And it was a huge miss as well because it came at a time probably of our weakest part of the season. Um, massive, massive loss for the cup final. It really was. Yes, Carriers did fine, but he was a huge loss, Pope. He was a massive loss for those for that final, but uh, we'll talk about Carrius in a second. We are actually going to score him. Um, there is a lot of, um, I know it's only one game, but there is a lot of disclaimers. There is a few uh, non-applicables as we go along, uh, but I'll explain the, the Carrius one in a moment why I want to score him. Uh, a couple of comments, Rumblehead, uh, Rumble Red, sorry, easy for me to say. I was in two minds about Pope when we bought him, but he's definitely earned his place, an absolute bargain, yeah. Michael says, we'd like to see Harry Kane at the tune. I think we all would like to see Harry Kane at the tune as well. Um, and agree, says, might you win a nine? We can't have halves. <laughs> no, if. He's put, if we can't have halves. Don't, don't act no, like see, people see, are on see, your you side. You see, he's there. The, this, you can't see this screen. This is the love, the new system absolutely love. You can't see what he's put. Agree, a nine if we can't have, if we can't have halves. Yeah, we if we can't have halves. That that tells me he would like a half. No, no, you can have half a pint, but that's all he's getting. Not a pint, not a pint, a pint. Um, I'll move on to Martin Dubravka. I'll start with the negatives because it was very distasteful where he turned around and posted on his Instagram as soon as he got his loan moved to Manchester United. How the, well, it wasn't how the lads. It was like, come on, the lads, they're playing. In the, I think it was ironically a Europa League game, I think. And he just sat there in his chair in a hotel room, cheering them on. I was like, nah, I don't like that. I didn't like that. And then when he went to Man United, didn't get a kick. And when he did come in, he looked, he looked wobbly as anything. Uh, I'll bring Carl in as well as his guy. Uh, Hello, Mike. How's it going? All right, babe. Um, so when he when Dubravka came in, he just looked shaky. I think, was it Burnley in the League Cup? But his foot, his footing was all over the place and... I think he only played two games and one of them was a League Cup and the other one was Europa League for Man United and then he came back to us in January. Sheffield, I'm not going to say that we went out of the Cup because of him the Sheffield Wednesday but I do feel perhaps if that was Nick Pope I don't think we're conceding two. And then he's had to sit on the bench so I'm going to score him overall throughout the whole of the season including his time at Manchester. He was very good against Chelsea last he was. season. He was. Um, I'm going to score him a four out of ten for his whole season in general. Um, as a disclaimer, we're not rating John Joe Shelby or Chris Wood in this list because they're left. But, um, I don't think Nottingham Forest will be rating uh, John Joe Shelby either. No, not not uh, by the um, the ongoings with uh, Mr Shelby. It doesn't look like he's going to be lasting there long. But Martin Dubravka, a four out of ten for his season at Man United and ours as well. Oh, this comes on nicely. Carl got the nice easy task of rating our German... Loris Carrius, who you did see play at Wembley. Good luck. Huh? Oh, oh, are, we not, are we not just basing it on Premier League games? We're basing it on the whole season? The whole season, yeah. Well, he doesn't get any score from me at all. He gets a zero. 
Azevo. Azevo. <laughs> We've started everybody. He's started it. What's a bit harsh? Have you had anything? What's harsh about it? He played one game and he conceded two goals. Zebra. Have you had anything to eat, eat today, Carl? Yeah. <laughs> you have had an argument with the missus? Have you had an argument with the missus? No, no, not at all. I, I thought I, I thought we were just basing it on Premier League games, but no, he, he doesn't get a score. He didn't do his job. <laughs> so what was what was scoring? Didn't do his Z- job. Zero. <laughs> but then again, was he not in line for perhaps player of the match in the cup final as a contender? Because not we didn't turn up, did we? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not giving him a score personally. I can't. I don't think it's fair either because you know he's, one, he's only played one game, and and I'm looking. We look. You know, the majority of players have been looking at. A, Average 32, 33, 34 games. If he was to have an unbelievable um, one game and we won the League Cup, then yeah, it might be fair to say he gets an eight or a nine or or a statue. But we lost and he didn't didn't do his job, so zero. (laughs) We'll say non-applicable then. Um, Yeah, that's fair. I think as he was tad harsh, but I mean, it's like he couldn't dislodge. And a lot of the times as well, Carly, you'll know this, you say front row, the Gallagher. He wasn't even third choice. He would be sat at home because it was given to Jude Smith or Gillespie to be on the training on St. James's Park. And does that tell you something? Yeah, I think obviously th- there was a hell of a lot of pressure on him for that. And, and like you said, he was he wasn't even in consideration. So um, he's clearly in, in in the eyes of the coach, he's probably not in line to replace anybody. Um, it was kind of just lucky that we had him there. To be fair, otherwise we'd have had nobody. But uh, yeah, I, I feel bad obviously giving him at zero, but I think non applicable is fair. I wasn't expecting to score him to be honest, just based on the final. So, yeah, yeah, I thought I thought that curveball at you. Um, cheers, mate. You're welcome. Apparently, I'm very harsh on Dubravka. Uh, I'll disagree, mate. You win on that one. I think uh, I agree. You are harsh on Dubravka. Well, a four out of ten, harsh for the of your season sitting on the bench. Oh, Lee's, Lee's a good bloke. Is this, is this my uh, double actor comment? Yeah, Lee says that uh, Dubravka needs to leave 4 out of 10. Us Lee's will stick together. Eh? Um, we'll, we'll move forward to um, Gillespie. And uh, it falls to you, Mr. Mulliner. I think I've already uh, given you a, a little uh, non-applicable already, haven't I? Yeah, I mean, it does well. More of a support role, really. Always on the, in the match day squad, um, helping with the, the training. Beforehand... Um, Look, I'd, I'd be amazed if he's still at the club next season. But you know, he was brought in to do the uh, the customary third choice goalkeeper role, and now he's what fifth choice. Expect fully expect McGann, didn't we? Yeah, I would say so. So yeah, it's a non-applicable for Gillespie. And that's the goalkeepers out the way. Going Thank to start right back again. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Make it easier. We'll see. Big Dan Byrne. Right, I'm going to stick up for Dan Byrne, you know, because when we signed him back in January, what was it, 2022, I was like, really, Dan Byrne? I was like, how are And then he's literally proved me and a lot of people are wrong. And not just that, he was signed as a centre-back then, and then he's been playing left-back. Uh, and I've seen uh, other media outlets, other media groups on Facebook, score dead low, sevens, and I'm like, nah. I'm not having that. Yes, he's been skinned by the likes of Mo Salah, fucking else Mo Salah, and you know, Arsenal wingers like Bakary Saka and stuff like that. But 
He's on the verge of an England call up and he's a centre back playing left. He kept Saka quite quiet at the Emirates, I thought, all things considered. Do you know what it is? I'm going to go on high and start it off with a 9 out of 10 for Dan Byrne. Apart from he's in the defence where a lot of them are part of that back four, back five, including Nick Pope. We've got the joint best defence in the league and he's a massive part of it. Yeah. Yes, a couple of times he looked a bit shaky with pace, but got a couple of goals to his name. Solid, absolutely solid. Nothing gets past them except if suppliers will play of pace. Got a great, you know, you're speaking to um, Sven Bottom to his right leadership. He's telling him where to go, where to stay. You know, he's obviously got, um, he's had a different winger in front of him a lot this season. You talk about, like, we've had ESM on the left, we've had Isaac on the left, we've had Gordon on the left, we've had Joe Linton on the left, we've had Willock on the left, we've had Murphy on the left, we've had Elliot Anderson on the left. Nine out of ten for me. I'm sitting off a big damn burn. Because I'll probably bump into him and I'll get scared. So a nine out of ten for me for Big Dan Burn. Love to see you in the comments disagree on that. So I'm, I'm not really disagreeing on 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 that. It was probably probably point five higher than I would have gone for, but we're not doing half. So was, and one of the one of the moments of the season was to get that uh, break the deadlock in that Leicester game. Uh, yeah, you could see see it meant so much from didn't it. It was just everything to him, wasn't it? It was everything to him. And some players don't celebrate against their former club. Not Dan Burns. Oh, the Brighton one. Yeah, he just let loose, didn't he? Too right. And because I've had the first choice left back, we kind of fall into the negative side of things now. And it comes over to Carl. Sorry, Carl, you're getting the, uh, the beat of the brush of this a little bit. You've got Matty Target. You should have had uh, Matt Target, Lee. You were the one that wanted to keep him. Yeah, I would have, and I wouldn't have changed my mind considering the first six months when he when he joined on loan, he was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant. And then Dan Burns come in and kept him. That again shows you how much of a job Dan Burns done. I think how many games did he play? Eight, nine, was it? Was it more than that? Can't be any more than fifteen in total. Was it that many? I'm not, let me well, he had a lot of five minutes here and there, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, obviously it was. It has been a I think there's been times throughout the season where we thought that he could have come in and started playing again over Dan Byrne when Dan Byrne had a, a little, uh, a few minor blips against some of the more pacey players and it might have afforded Maximan at times to push on, for example. But yeah, I think it's just been unfortunate that for him that um, Dan Byrne's had an incredible season. So um, Matty Target hasn't necessarily done any wrong. He's been solid when he's come on. I can't really off the top of my head, think of any mistakes that he's made. I think he's actually played 17 games. I'm doing a bit of a disservice. Um, but with be scoring Dan Byrne at a nine, which is high. I will say that, though. It's high. Us Geordies um, will stick together. No, that's fine. But like you've just knocked my whole scoring system out. Do you know how long I've spent on this spreadsheet? Extrapolating data all day. Point ones <laughs> I've gone to, not point fives. Point ones. Oh, we're, not doing, we're not doing points. Um... I'll give I'll give Matty Target a seven, based on your scoring system, Lee. That is. Um, I see. I think that's actually quite high. What do you want from me? No, I want a, I want an argument. I want to I want to disagree, agree, agree to disagree. I would have given Dan Byrne an eight based on just because I think there's so many players that have done very well this season. But you know, I'm looking at Joe Linton, for example. I'm looking at what I'd give him his what his score would be, but that's you know. I don't think Dan Byrne was, would match his score, for example. So I'm with uh, I'm with Carl on this one. Seven. I'm gonna, 
seven, yeah. No, seven. no, just in just in general terms about your scoring system, there's got to be a lot of readjustments made from now on. <laughs> yeah. Good job, I'm, good job, I'm in control. Carl, hurry up and get uh, used to this system. Uh, okay. To kind of my data. To kind of says a five for Matty Target, um, and uh, Tony HD says that uh, Matty Target scores too high uh, for this season. Uh, but these are the know, same people that all wanted to keep him last summer, and I said no, we shouldn't keep him. Look, based on if we'd have done scoring normally, and Lee's not giving Dan Byrne nines for like just throwing out nines like they're nothing, I would have given him a five. Dan Byrne was part of the best joint defence all season. Yeah, I'm not disputing that, but now I'm looking at some players want to score really highly. I'm like, did Dan Byrne really? If you do want to score them? But... I'm getting into his mind. I'm some players are going to be there. scoring eleven at this rate. Yeah, basically. But uh, it gets worse because Sam's got Mr. Jamal Lewis. Not applicable. <laughs> what, what's the point? I will say this. I don't think we've got a score because he did play, didn't he? He played over five games, didn't he? Did he? No, he didn't play that many. No. He's made like three appearances all season. He's not applicable. That li- that little. Mm. Yeah, He's not applicable. Needs a loan move. Or, or, well, probably a permanent transfer is more likely this summer. I don't think he's a bad player. I think there is a player in there somewhere. He just needs game time because his, his career at the moment has come to a jittering halt. And it's not good for, it's not good for him. It's not good for Newcastle because he's around she, when the club don't really want him around. It's funny that because I remember you saying, Sam, that Jamal Lewis was a great buy at 15 million. I agree. Mm-hmm. And then we're saying Matty Target. 15 million, and they're kind of both being put out by a centre back playing left back. Mm, so spent 30 million on the two. Mm. Right, I've got the uh, easiest one. It's Paul Dummett. I'm, I'm going to match that. Uh, it's non applicable. Year's going to be kept on for the uh, club trained player. I think that's all it's down to for the UEFA's Champions League. Slightly different to the Premier League rules. I think it's, that's the only reason why it's being kept on as emergency. And ticking a box, basically. I think that's why it is, but probably... Wait to it. see Dummett in the Champions League. Imagine it. <laughs> Sliding challenge. Away mm. in the San Siro. Yes, please. We're all going nuts for it. Um, look, you can play centre-back, you can play left-back. He's a squad filler. That's, that's literally all he is, um, because we don't have many club doing players. But it's probably, in terms of appearances, it, in fact, it is. It's the worst season he's had. In terms of appearances, I think he's only made one or two. And then, bless him, he was on the bench of the week, ready to come on. And uh, didn't yes. get on. <laughs> didn't get on, bless him. But, um, yeah, he will be staying because of the club-trained player uh, situation. This falls nicely to you, Mr. Molina, because I've got Sven Botman. Talk to us all. I get Sven Botman. Yes. Oh, is Carl going to get a proper one anytime soon? Oh, um, Jamal Lasalle's next. Is that the, is that the yeah. <laughs> I might mix that around on purpose. <laughs> uh, Sven Botman, what can you say? Um, we maybe should have had him six months previous, but we knew he was the top target and it was all about working this uh, spine of the team that we wanted to develop. And he was one of the key players that was identified to come in. Like I and, and, and quite a few of us said, like this lad could be our Vincent company for hopefully the next five, ten seasons. Um, he's everything we've wanted him to be so far. He's been desperately unlucky at times because he's made, like the amount of errors he's made this season, you can count on one hand. 
Yeah. And when he's made one, it's been really costly. <laughs> you know, um, a deflection in the cup final, a misplaced ball against Forest. Um, yeah, other than that, he's been one of the. Mm, don't want to go overboard. Why yeah, not? Some, people, some people have put him in. I'm, well, no, I'm trying to think if he is the best defender I've seen play for Newcastle, and I think all I would say, yes, he is. His weakness for me is is when he's facing his own goal. Other than that, he's fantastic. Just that's what, and but for that being your only downfall at 23 is absolutely minimal. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, uh, in terms of the score, oh, Christ. Um, God, you're probably a. Thirteen. We've got a ten. We've got a ten. We've got an eight. Yeah. Well, your scoring system is on the piss. So yeah, th- thirteen out of ten, please, for Sven Botman. <laughs> no. Um, but look, look, is, look. is he quite possibly the first ten out of ten player of the season? Yes, he's had a. But ten couple. is ten is ten is perfection. So how you many? You can't get perfection though, can you? So how many errors do you give someone? Well, how many has he made? Two. One against Liverpool because he misread that run really badly. Yes, I think I think four or five. But over over a season, that's. And he's played every all well when he got in at the side after what three four he games. He never came out. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I really like him. Ten. Go with ten. Why not? We're first. Ten out of ten for Sven Botman. Ten ten for the Sven. Unbelievable he's, he's, he's the best defender out and out centre back that you know doesn't gallivant forward. That that no 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 let's let's not influence Fabian Shea's score because I think Carl's going to have him next. But I mean, you can ping a ball. He's calm. You can you know what he is good at reading the, reading the game for someone so young. Yes, and, and I remember this goes all the way back to like when he made his first appearance at St James's Park in the in the preseason friendly. Um, was he? Atalanta, did he play? It was against Atalanta, wasn't it? it oh, wasn't, that was he, I yeah, yeah. I think he played the Saturday against Atalanta. I could be wrong. Um, apologies if I am, but um, I remember he was just so calm and casual. Like no, everything that was happening around him, there was just no problem. He could be he'd so laid back. He could be smoking a Hamlet um, while while whilst defending, and you know. There's been many a game like that this season, and long may it continue because we've not seen his full potential yet, really, which is really exciting. So he's going to be a world class centre back. Yeah, and he's just about to play for Holland for the first time, which was great to see. Um, so Sven Botman, brilliant. And uh, of course, I've hinted on Carl gets a nice one this time. Fabian Shear, what a partnership with Sven Botman. Yeah, it's been brilliant. Um, I think the boat in the Premier League wise, they both played exactly the same amount of games. Fabian Shear, um, I think that. Yeah, I think they've played the same amount of games, both being involved in the same amount of clean sheets. Um, oh, no, actually, Shah, I've got here, was involved in one more clean sheet than, than Botman, so I don't know which game either of either one of them missed, if that makes sense. Obviously, Shah got that goal as well. Um, and based on on your scoring, I, I, can't, I can't give him any less than Botman because he's been fantastic as well and he's added a goal to that. Oh, I like um, you, Carl. I like you, Carl. I think the, the biggest takeout we've got from this video tonight is that we really hate Lee's scoring system. <laughs> it's not. It's uh, Fabian Shea. This is without a shadow of a doubt his best season. And you've got like yes, you've got Sven Botman, 
who looks to his left, he's got Dan Byrne full of experience, and look to his right, he's got Fabian Shea, who's got almost nine years on him in terms of experience. So he's playing with people who are constantly talking as well. And Fabian Shea, yes, under Rafa, you would bomb forward. I mean, Steve Bruce didn't even like him. That was in the back five, though, wasn't it? Which is, makes it, it all the more remarkable. Oh, you can't play in the back four. He bombs forward, and Steve Bruce didn't fancy him. And just look at him now this season, Carl. I mean, he, he, doesn't, he does get forward. I mean, the last home came, he thought he was a right winger. But, I mean, generally speaking, he doesn't bomb forward as much, and he's got a hell of a pass as well. Yeah, no, his, his heat, if you look at his heat map, because I know everyone, that's the buzzword for fan channels is this past season, which does my fucking head in, if I'm honest, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> chill, out, chill out, mate. Mine's <laughs> trying to be like, fucking um, Oh, let's have a look at the heat maps. Bore off. But I've done it for you, so here we are. Um, yeah, the, the majority of the time he's spent in in the the less in our third of of the pitch. So and towards that right hand side as well, and he's been spraying balls left, right, and centre. He's been in the team of the season seven time, uh, team of the week seven times this season. Averaged ninety minutes a game, and this is someone that's had real persistent knee injuries as well. So fair play to him. He's been absolutely fantastic. I can't score him any less than Botman. He's been brilliant. I'm pretty sure he still goes down every game. Yeah, but that's top. it's part of the way play, isn't it? We're anti-football. No, no. Well, yeah. yeah it used absolutely. to be Isaac Hayden. Remember, Hayden used to be the one that used to go down every... Uh, it's not man. He's getting told to go down, Sam. He's getting told to go down. Slow the play down. Uh, I've got the club captain, Jamal Asells, who, because of those two, barely got a kick. Uh, the best thing Jamal... As- <laughs> Should I say it? The best thing Jamal Asells do did was pick up two bookings on the sideline. <laughs> Really hey, good. You've got to do it. It's part of it, isn't it? Loved it. Loved every. Uh, loved every second of that. What? A, that's that's my captain right there. Yeah, I hope he never leaves. I hope he's just there as part of the club. To be fair. He's, he scored a goal at Tramia, which was crucial. Um, that goal at, yeah. uh, at Tramia um, wasn't really seen. He was fantastic at Liverpool away. He was. Didn't get, didn't get the recognition. Um, when he's come in, we always used to say, didn't we? Oh, I'm a bit worried about him. I am a little bit worried. But every time he's come in, he's done all right. I'm torn between a six and a seven. So I don't know. I really don't. I'm going to go six because I don't think he's featured enough. If he featured he's a bit only more. Played seven, hasn't he? Six even seven, when yeah. he hasn't featured, though, he's featured. Yeah, off the field, yeah. Because even Kieran Trippier talks about him all the time. Damala Sells, Damala Sells, he talks about them all the time, the leadership. Would have been, I would have given him a seven just for um, argument's sake, but even you don't, what you don't see on the pitch, it would have been very easy for him to spit his dummy out. Yeah. Be a disruptive influence, uh, put in transfer requests, not turn up to train him and force a move out. Hasn't done that. Every time, and this is going back to, to Rafa, to, to Steve McLaren, when he um, argued the toss and, and stood up and, and was counted, he has represented this club with nothing but pride and honour. Did he, 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 he play more next season? No, I don't. But I, he deserves to be fondly remembered when he does leave because I know there's been some people that, that don't like it. And let's not forget, when we were wearing this strip, actually... Um, you know, we were all calling for him for him to be in the England squad because he was on he was on fire. Him and Lejeune in the in the in the four two three one. Raffles praises for that so much, so much. Mm. So yeah, even when it's been going bad, he's never he's never hid away, never shirked away. 
he's he's always represented this club with with passion, pride, and honour. So um, yeah, he's um, he's he'll always be fondly remembered by me anyway. Yeah, I think he'll be hanging around. Agreed. I actually think he might play a few more games next season with us. Um, if we've got a Champions League away game, then another away game in the Premier League, I could see that um, potentially playing a little bit more. But um, Sam, you've got Key and Trippier, your jammy get. Oh. Talk to us about Key and Trippier. Um, Jump my hate maps. Mate, I've literally had a day of data today, work and this bloody podcast. Can, can I have heat maps? Can I have XG? Yeah, I've got it for you, mate. Yeah, let me screenshot it, send it to you. XA. I have not. XG is 0.87. I have not seen nobody not put him in team this season. Yeah, I don't think... I've not seen another right-back this season being put in ahead of him. Uh, No, because there there is no one else you could put in. Look at that. Look at that hate map. This football manager... No, can't tell you what that is. Let's see if I can put your full screen. What is it? It's sofa score. There we go, he's full screen. Wow, look at that. Look at that chart. Charts and graphs. Oh, numbers, figures, data. Porn. He's got to like the video just for the, or Carl's effort alone. Look at all them tabs open at the top. <laughs> oh, I've got a spreadsheet. I'll get my spreadsheet open in a minute. <laughs> yeah, your spreadsheet. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, 10 out of 10 for Trippier, of course. Um, again, the only, the only gripe some fans have had this season is when we've been frustrated by an opposition. We've not really changed up the set piece routines, which has been frustrating at times. Um, other than that, as close to perfect as you're going to get. One, the one, the official club player of the season. Obviously, been in the the team of the season. Everyone's team of the season. Incredible. He's got Champions League as well, which boards well next season. Yeah, eleven out of ten. If we're going on your um, <laughs> scoring system. Brilliant. He's had an unbelievable season, and he yes, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just unbelievable like, and fully fit all season as well. And I said to you earlier on the WhatsApp, like months back, he's the most defender across all of Europe that passes forward. He creates mm-hmm. the most, on average, eight per game passes going forward, which is just incredible. Like last February, we we were all still looking around at each other, going, "What is he doing here? <laughs> why is why is he chose to come to us? That is yeah. crazy." First through the door. Um, what a man. What a man. Um, yeah, incredible season for him. And long may it continue because he gave this dressing room so much of what it needed, what it was lacking uh, when he first came in. I know it was last season and we're doing this season, but still the, 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 the fact remains. Um, and that's carried on into this season. And... He's helped Eddie Howe build that culture around the club this season that everyone in the dressing room, all the ones, uh, the new signings in the summer and in January with Gordon, have bought into and uh, kept that team spirit as high as it has been all season. And look what they've achieved so far. So, yeah, Trippy is a huge part of that. So, yeah, um, 10 out of 10. Exciting times for next season. Carl, you have... Is it his understudy? It would have... Kraft wasn't injured, but you've got Javier Manquillo. Oh, I don't know. Let me just get to my spreadsheet. 
So he, my, he, oh, he's, so, he's so another one. So my is average uh, me distance of 170 <laughs> you like meters one of them, so far this season. You sound like one of them old BBC radio commentators knowing that black and white, black, black and white is. Yeah. Gerald, Gerald Sinstat. No, old black and white, way back, way back. Oh, I see. But, is he is it is he worthy of a score? He's only played four games this season in the Premier no, League. I think he's played more than four. I think he's had a lot of subs. I can tell you he's played four. Yeah, don't argue with the spreadsheet. <laughs> no, I don't argue. He's played four, mate. I thought he played more than that, to be honest. No. Yeah, There's a few you think about surprised it. how many people we didn't use this season, to be mm. fair. But I think you, well, I look I'll ask you this one. We'll go down a little cut into your score, but do you expect him to leave in the summer? Unfortunately, I say unfortunately. Yeah, uh, you know, I've, I've I've always been a big advocate of him. I do expect him to leave. We need to stress him. Have you? Mankio. Oh, have you always been Team Johnny? Yeah. Well, no, Team Mankio. Come on. We'll come on to craft in a second. Do we need to go back to the videos? I've never advocated for Emil Kraft. That was all you, my friend. Yeah, it was. And look who got it right in the end. <laughs> Speak of, speak of the devil. The phenomenal Swedes, end to last season. Yeah, the phenomenal do we have to do craft this season? He's been injured for all yeah, of Yeah, but non-applicable. You can't see the graphic, but yeah, it's non-applicable. It is, it is um, a shame for him, though, because he's finished last season so, so did. strongly. Trippier wouldn't... How didn't put Trippier straight back in the team? And he played... It was that Tramia game. Um, kind of nasty injury. Not letting him be vindicated by this nonsense. But but Emil Kraft obviously he was playing centre back and he looked all right at centre back under Bruce. Funny enough, so he could have. <laughs> I wouldn't now now. Let's not get carried no, away. I, I said all right. I, I like he didn't the take guy. Good. I didn't take good. I said he looked all right, considering what we were at the time. And you never know; he could be used there in the future if um we don't sign any centre back. So Emil Kraft gets a non-applicable, and Sam it falls on for you for Harrison Ashby. Imagine that. Yes. Next. Cool. <laughs> Do you, what do you expect with him then? Do you expect him to play more as second choice next season or is next season more of a development for him? Possibly. Um, he might get a loan. Well, well, we'll know, won't we? Because if he gets a loan move, a good loan move to the championship, um, which a couple could, could use, um, then that would probably be good for him because if Kraft's back, there's your backup right back. I think Mankia will, will probably leave as well. Um I think doesn't he have another year, so um, I don't know. But yeah. either way, I'm not expecting he might get a run out in the League Cup if if we you know get a, a, another sort of Tranmere kind of game. But uh, I'm not expecting him to feature heavily, particularly not in the Premier League. Right, that's all the defenders done. We'll move on to the midfield now. Uh, we're going to start in centre midfield. I think we're all positive on this one. But uh, Carl, it's landed for you for the local lad, Sean Longstaff. Oh, oh, what a turnaround. Oh, so happy for him. So happy for him. Um, it's, he's just been absolutely brilliant this season. And I think it's fair to say that the first half of it, I think he was probably a bit of an un, unsung hero. Um, but nobody can deny how, how influential he's been this season. I think it's shown when he's been missing as well. Because that gap that's been created between the defence and you know that Bruno has been uncomfortable dropping into, to be fair which is surprising considering he played there for Leon, um, But I think he's been so used to being advanced at Newcastle that you know he ha- has, hasn't had his best games when Sean Longstaff hasn't been playing because it's allowed Bruno to push on. So, um, look at this. 
for somebody that we thought doesn't run? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't think the accusation has been that he's never run. But not. I mean, maybe immobile at times. Mm. Um, but not to not due to his. He looks, do you not think he looks knackered though? Because you can see he runs because he's knackered constantly. Yeah, it's just the fact that I think um, that knee injury is always going to be difficult to come to overcome, and that is always going to hinder his mobility to a certain extent. But you know, looking at that and. I didn't actually realise, to be honest, how progressive he's been this season. I've always thought of him in the in our own half, um, and that alone, I just think he's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, happy to give him a nine. I uh, don't really want to give him a ten because obviously he's missed games as well. But he he has proven how influent, how much of a miss he's been this season, and I really hope he gets to continue that next season because he deserves it. I'm so happy for him. I almost thought he was out the door, to be honest, and. Like so many under Eddie Howe, he's been absolutely brilliant. It's been a great turnaround for him on Buzzing. I hope Gal Southgate's watching him because if he didn't get his injury, he may have been called up. Uh, him and Willock potentially, but uh, unbelievable. I, you know, I was his big, biggest critic two years ago in the summer. I was like, no, get him out, get him out. He's not progressing under Steve Bruce. Well, he wasn't, to be fair, but a lot of players weren't under Bruce. Yeah. And it just goes to show you what you've actually got a proper coach who would actually coach you instead of just going, go play, go and go play. And what a turnaround. The that energy. Was, that, that was creepy. But he is, Steve. He is creepy. And his turnaround is just class, man, isn't it? It's just yeah, the yeah, energy that he brings. And I do grieve, Carl, when he, when he was missing for those few games, we were all like, fuck me, our midfield looks weak. It looks over on. And yeah. Mr. Muller, that credit to you because you stood I, up. Um, correct. Yes, I have. I stood you were waiting for that, along. weren't you? Yes, I was. Yes, I was. <laughs> I've stuck with him all along because I think people are too quick. To judge people. Uh, no, I think they're too quick to forget. Just because you're out of form and having a, a bit of a shit time doesn't make you a bad player. Um, players can come back. <laughs> so, Joe Linton. <laughs> Joe Linton, even Wil- Wilson. People were saying Wilson's finished around February time, weren't they? And look I couldn't believe that, by the way. People come in and out of form all the time. It doesn't mean you should just get rid and go, oh, no, that's it. He's, 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 he's done. We've got to get rid. Get rid. That's, it's they're, they're, it's it's a human being thing. It's not data, Carl. You're not playing FIFA or Football Manager. That if this is real life. You know, there's Look, human if you beings. This, if you want this maxi debate now, we can have it now. But I'll oh, get it away till the next. Yeah, if you, if you, you play football and manager, you just Carl will echo this. Seven hours just goes like that. Next yeah. thing you know, you've completed the season. But um, yeah, fantastic, brilliant, brilliant, and. Uh, I'll come back over to moi. Uh, I have Joe Willock, who was next in the list, which means, Sam, you've got Joe Linton coming up after me. This um, is fair. I know it's just the way it's been landed. Um, <laughs> yeah, Carl, Carl's got Matt Ritchie. <laughs> yeah. Joe, Joe Willock, I'm, 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 I'm going to score him a nine, but I think if we had the points, it'd probably be a lower nine than what Sean was. I think Sean's had a, just a tad slightly better season than Joe, but I think Joe offers so much more. And I've said this to you a few times on videos that it does surprise you how actually quick he is on the ball. Mm. And I said it, he's the only, well, I say he's not only, he's the one ball carrier that can get up that pitch and that, that link up with Joe Litton on the left. I wasn't too keen on it much, but it was starting to work. Mm. And he was bringing in goals. He seems, I get the feeling with Joe Willock, he's a confidence player. If things are down, he's really down. If things are high, he's on a high. I think he lives with emotion, whereas I think he needs an arm around the shoulder. Like, how are you, son? You can do it. Come on. I think that's the type of player that, that he is. 
And again, he's another one who can't be too far off an England call-up. He's across that midfield three. And he could probably, you know, because of injury, you could probably do a job out wide as well. But there was a lot of money spent on him, 25 million, one over installments. But Peanuts. It, it looks like peanuts now. And, and he's an English lad, young, and he's got years and years ahead of him. And it would have been a hard decision leaving Arsenal a couple of years ago. But talented, talented lad, and he can only get better. Uh, yeah, he needs to improve his final ball because he he should have more assists than what he's got. When he gets it right, i.e. A pass of the season. Oh, filth. No, it's just, just glorious filth. It's, it's on one of uh, Carl's tabs on his laptop. A pawn hub on it. When he gets it right, beautiful. But it's not happening often enough. There are too many times where he, he's, he's pretty wasteful. Do you um, think, Do you think though, as the season's graduated, that's got less and less? Yes. I, do. I think he's gradually improved, improved, improved. If you had a, like a graph, I don't know if Carl's got one there, but his graph would just go up. And Basically up, just up, a line, line graph going yeah, like that. it would be going up and up and up slowly. How many assists would you expect out of him, Sam, to be fair? Like from Five that minimum. position? Pardon? Five upwards, it's got to be. Well, he's, got got he's got more than five, I'll tell you that yeah, for free. Yeah, he's got six, yeah. What do you so, expect from him? Like eight, ten? Or I, would, I, would, I would be nudging that, yeah, if he's yeah. going to hold down a first-team place for the whole of next season. You know, because no we are short in midfield, so he won't be playing as much next season because I'm expecting us to sign two. Yeah. Because we need to. We left ourselves short in January, let's not forget. So um, yeah, he. But uh, as Lee rightly said, he's the second half of the season. He's been superb. Yeah. Really, really, really some real good displays in there. Really, really, really promising stuff. Um, but yeah, it, I, I just wanted to just point out so it's not a total loving for everyone. Yeah, nine out of ten. But you can have. I think we're all going to agree with the total loving here for our Brazilian soon to be national player, Jolin. Possibly contend of a player this season. You, you got him, Sam. Yeah, I, I, I just the fairy tale continues, doesn't it? He's got his, he's got his Brazilian call up, which is you know six, seven months too late. But you know, um, the manager got sacked. Uh, the Brazil manager, didn't he? After a disappointing the World Cup. Yeah, Tito didn't use Bruno and didn't call up uh, Big Joe. But anyway, what you get by the stupid decisions, isn't it? Stupid mm. decisions get stupid prizes and all that. Yeah, exactly. Now, Joe Linton's been deployed as as a left winger at times this season and and centre mid at times. I love what he's become. I love what he's evolved into because he's evolved into a real proper nasty bastard, but in yeah. like a really good way. Like I could, I I could. Well, I know, like fans and players of other teams will hate playing against him, and will hate him when they come up against him. But that is such a good thing for us, such a good thing. Um, I mean, look, he's getting a tan. So, um, but yeah, just to to elaborate a bit more, did his job out wide on the left as well, and he's got eight goals from midfield this season. He didn't get that when he was up front. Yeah. He's, 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 he had to improve his... his um... Sorry, I'm just trying to look for my Joe Linton flag, but I think it's downstairs. Ah, I thought you were crafting it. Maybe put a spreadsheet on it. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, look, the, the way... I evolved. think you should change your Twitter handle to like, so call spreadsheet all. Oh, you know, everyone's like, oh, I'm stato, all that nonsense. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, um, yeah, look, Joe Linton, superb. I, I, think, I think he got the highest yellow cards in all of the Premier League, didn't he? And so game banned, didn't you remember? I love it when he just goes wild for just a throw-in. It's like, yeah. don't start on him, I'll come over and floor you. It's like, whoa. He set the tone in the Benfica friendly. Never have I seen such carnage in a pre-season friendly. And the one in Austria. Austria, you would warn because he went two-footed, didn't he? Yeah. Brilliant. And it, he's, yeah, but Benfica, he started a full-on bench cuff off. Yeah, in a pre-season friendly. He's in a nice little... language as well, so you would have known exactly what's been said. Yeah, I mean, like that that had the writing on the wall as well. Yeah, his goal return and, and just absolute worry in midfield has just been so, so positive. Um, worry yeah. is definitely the right right word. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. So, how, how do you... I mean, maybe, was he prime... He turned into prime Patrick Vieira? Maybe, maybe not so much now because he has that versatility and he can fill in and do a job with that interchangeable play between Willock on the left wing, which I really enjoy. Um, I think that worked really, really well for a large part of the season. Um, yeah. Right, it's the so most much. ever yellows. Um, there's loads of love, as you expect in the comments. You can see it on your screen popping up, is that they're all tens and people just be careful of the yellow card in the Champions League and what have you. But um, yeah, incredible. incredible. 26 as well. Only 26. Yeah. And that, that sort of player can go on into, into the 30s dead easily. Would you ever have thought, like, this time, 18 months, two years ago, that we're like, oh, Joe Linton should get a new contract soon? Well done, Kieran Clark. That red card. Yeah. If that red card never happens, we might not have ever seen it. You just never you know. Give, you give Kieran Clark a new three-year deal just for just that, for that really, alone. <laughs> just for that alone. And we keep it on the... Um, the positives, Carl, because it falls to you for Mr. Bruno Grimmett. Oh, oh. As the stadium announcer, I like to go, Bruno! No. <laughs> well, what can you say about um, Bruno? We don't like to talk about Bruno, but we do. So, you know, Disney fans out there, I do apologise. Fantastic again. Um, it's... In Canto. Sorry. I'm, I'm just... Yes, That's sorry. Yeah, sorry. I didn't realise I said that out loud. Continue. <laughs> Um, had it not been for the likes of Joe Linton, obviously getting, I think, arguably um, player of the season for me at Newcastle, Bruno would have been up there as well. He's always massively influential, um, huge part of the club. He's going to be a huge part of the club moving forward. And I think, I'm sure everybody has done anyway, but just forget about all of that Barcelona and Liverpool link nonsense and wherever that's coming from, because I think we all know he's going nowhere. Um yeah, he's just done another unbelievable job. He's almost like the fulcrum of the team. Um, but like I said, the the, the one the games that he has come unstuck a little bit has been when Sean Longstaff hasn't been involved in the team. I think, like Sam said, I expect us to bring in a few more midfielders to kind of bolster and and uplift the the um, the playing style that that Bruno's got and keep the performances as high as possible. And I think. Uh, what I've got is four goals this season. I oh, know, sorry, one goal. Where am I? I don't know. Yeah, four goals this season. Sorry, and five assists from the middle of the park. Um, from defensive games. midfield. And from defensive midfield is is a really really good turnaround again. Um, and he's not played the full season either, has he? So, um, fantastic performance from him again this season. I'm going to go with a nine, just because I think Joe Linton truly got a ten from me, and I I, I don't really want to match that score if I'm honest from the oh, middle of the park. 
needs oh, to sort his um, ankle out, doesn't he? Because he's been playing in Barrow a little bit, hasn't he? Yeah. He, yeah, he does. But Bruno, like, I don't want to sp- spoil the future. Greenwood and Mullen are show end of season plenary stuff. But Bruno was my player of the season. And I know there'd been a few rumblings. Oh, Bruno wasn't brilliant. Oh, well, no, he wasn't brilliant, but he was still very good. Absolutely. We have never won a game where he hasn't played. Yeah, it's an incredible stat. There was a stat early on the season that went on for over half the season. Fabian Chains, Van Botman as well. We didn't lose. No, no, no. Them. This is going on for. This is going on before time. We never won a game pre pre <laughs> pre January twenty twenty two. Although it did often feel that way under Steve Bruce. But yeah, since he signed, we've never won a game when right. he's not been he's, available. He's he's so important, and I do actually. I want to see him. I know I, I completely agree with what Carl said about he struggled a little bit when pushed further forward. But I do want to see him there more often. I would yeah. like us to see uh, uh, to sign a proper defensive midfielder um, to allow him to get forward more, to have more influence, um, to unlock the defence when we're we're being um, frustrated and buses are being parked. Because his passing ability is unbelievable. It yes, really you look back at the start of the season, and there was like a, a Fulham away, um, uh, Brentford at home, then them sort of games. He was out of this world, and that was when he was pushing a bit further up. I think yeah. out of the mm, out in the, the Brighton four, game as well, May in the Brighton game, he was unbelievable. In that Brighton game, the four yeah. midfielders. I think Bruno is probably the one we miss going forward for the creativity, because if we take him out that side. We don't look as strong, I don't feel. But yeah, all all four centre midfielders have been superb. And it'll be an interesting battle next season whether Eddie Howe does strengthen it because we've only got four. Uh, you would think Elliot Anderson might get a loan because he's been sitting in there. But I've got him next. Um, I'm going to be kind to him and give him a seven. Um, I think that when he has had this, the times to come in, his probably best game was Forrest away. Should have. I heard that goal got disallowed. Should have had the goal. It was a clear. I was right next to oh, Sam. It was a ridiculous clear. decision. Yeah, clear goal. That could have been his first goal, and it meant so much from being a local lad. And he's had a lot more towards the end of the season starts because of injuries. But there was times during the season that have been negative where he was getting five minutes because the game was tight. It was two one. It was one one or whatever. You're not going to change the. You're not going to pull off Bruno for Elliot Anderson or you or a Sean Longstaff or whatever. But. It's an interesting one for him because he qualifies for either list for the Champions League next season. Because you can put him in the B list still, or you can put him as the one of the under twenty ones. Still um, only a kid, isn't he? That's the yeah, thing. Yeah. And, and like you say, you when he when more? he finally got his big chance and got his start, it was against Liverpool and he was the sacrificial lamb. Yeah, and Pope sure, got yeah. sent off. Uh, and then it's a big season for him next season. Obviously he's got talent. Um I personally don't like him in centre midfield. I'd rather say more in an advanced position. Where it's the left or in the number ten, we don't yeah. give ten, or even if it's on the right, I want to see him cause damage instead of having to do a lot of running. Um, I've liked him out on the left, definitely. Yeah, and we'll have to see whether that he gets a loan or not. It's an interesting pre-season for him, one hundred percent. But Elliot Anson gets a seven. Uh, Sam, I'm going to come to you for well, it's a non-applicable, but Lewis Miley, uh, brilliant prospect, having a great uh, Nelly scored against Chelsea. Yeah, we've we've seen him for what fifteen minutes. Mm. So yeah, it's, of course it's not applicable. But my word, had that goal, uh, had that shot gone in, <laughs> they hit the bar against Chelsea. Then the away end would have took off into space because, like, the, the, uh, 
I've never known such a dull set of home fans on any away day I've ever been on the, than, than Chelsea. My word, what is the point in going to watch uh, <laughs> your, your team? Like, I was hoping to take the mick out of them like after the game by doing renditions of Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. But you couldn't even do that because they didn't even do that. The highest cheer of the afternoon was for Ruben Loftus-Cheek being substituted. <laughs> anyway, Lewis Miley. Um, yeah, had the, the away end was like almost sucked that, that, that shot into the net, but it just clipped the wrong side of the crossbar. Oh, if that would have gone in, then it would have took off because the away, the away end was already bouncing and it was ready for takeoff. But yeah, looks, looks a promising kid. He does. He really does. So um, whether he gets a good move, uh, on loan next season or whether how keeps him in and around the first team and, and playing regularly for the under-21s. We shall see. But yeah, looks um, looks like he's got a fair bit of promise. Yeah, it doesn't need to be registered, which is great. Uh, I would imagine you're going to say the same here, Carl, for Matty, who's been with the club since, well, since his injury. He was injured. We've seen him in um, MTV Cribs, show last video the other day, <laughs> just casually having a little jog. Yeah. And... Gets the, he gets the two for the cameo. The two for the cameo, but... Yeah. But no, none it's, it's, a, it's not a fall from grace, because obviously he started off and he scored the goal against Man United, then... He scored another been, goal against Man United. Yeah, he did either way one. And then, since Eddie Howe's come in, just hasn't really fancied him. He's been out on loan. And what do you expect of him? It's a difficult one with him. Unless somebody's out of contract, so you keep him on for tick a box, club trained player... He's, the thing is, he's not really had the opportunity to play under Eddie Howe, has he? And whether that's because Eddie Howe doesn't fancy him or not, or there's just too much talent in front of him, I don't know. Um, I feel a, I feel a little bit bad for him because I, I actually feel like I certainly felt like it when when he was regularly, you know, involved in in the squad and for you know the times when he was scoring those goals against Man United, I thought I genuinely thought there was a. A decent ceiling for him to progress through, especially with the likes of his brother being there. And um, and I just look at this coaching staff, and I think these are the prime people that you would want if you want to try and develop someone like Matty Longstaff. So I don't know. I really don't know. I'd I'd love to see him stay there, but if if he doesn't, then I think it's safe to say that Eddie Howe and, and the backroom staff don't think he's good enough. Um, I would like to think that they're going to give him a chance, but I'm not sure. It's an interesting big sum of it. Mm. Decisions for him, contracts, uh, talks. It's more, I don't think it's about his ability. I think it's whether the club would keep him on for one more year just to tick a box. I think mm. that's all. Inju- injuries have killed him. Injuries yeah, have killed him. It really is. It, I'm absolutely good for him because there is a player. You can't tell me you brought in to, on your Premier League debut and scored the winner against Manchester United at the Gallagher end. And then all of a sudden you're a complete cast off and a no hoper. Yeah. He's got like, such a low centre of gravity as well. Like he's he's got all the right attributes, and he played the way to be a really good central midfielder or attacking midfielder. Like, yeah, you're right. Saying. No, no, no. You're you're absolutely spot on, Carl. You really are. And then it, the the combination of some real crap loan moves and some real nasty injuries have, have just absolutely killed the lad. So, but. I don't know whether his his future is best off with us or or elsewhere. I don't know. I just hope he can fulfil his potential because it looked really really promising at one point. But yeah, I, I personally I'd give him another year to 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 get fit and you know see what the coach and staff like Carl said can do with him. Yeah, I agree with Sam. You know, wherever it is, I just want to see him do well because I I I just think there's a player there I really do. 
Get your popcorn, everybody. It's Alan St. Maximum. We've left the centre fielders. We are putting Matt Ritchie down as a wing on this one. But we're going to start with Alan St. Maximum, which has fell for me. And I'll let the other two squabble because I've seen it behind the scenes. <laughs> he's not good enough. Oh, he is good enough. He's not good enough. He is good enough. So, um, hmm, we'll see. But I'm going to go for seven out of ten for Alan St. Maximum. And I think he has had better seasons because I think the football suited him better under the previous regime. And I see Bruce, it was literally Park, nine men behind the ball. Alan St. Maximum and Callum Wilson going one up. That was literally our tactic. And Alan St. Maximum benefited from that. He has had some fantastic spells during the season, but when he gets good, he gets a fucking naggly, naggly, niggly injury, which puts him out. It sets him back. So we interviewed him at the Metro Centre, and then next day, he got a hat-trick of assists against Manchester City. He was like, great, that was brilliant. And then it was a week or two later. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. And then he, then, he's, then he bangs in this world against Wolves just a week or two later. That goal made me squeal. Yeah, it did. It did. It, um, it, then he, he just seems to get niggles. Then he can't get in the side because we're playing so well. He's had challenges all season where he's had loads of people in front of him. The emergence of Miggy and Jacob Murphy, I know the player sometimes in the different wing doesn't help them. But I generally feel that, you know, he hasn't had his best season, but there is a player there. And I think it would be a stupid mistake to sell him in the summer. I really do, because he's a player off the bench where, you know, it's nil-nil. You look at your bench and think, right, okay, who's going to stretch this aging Italian defence or who's going to be the... Break, the break? He is a threat, and that's why I keep him. But I'm going to score him a 7 out of 10. Ooh. What about you, lads? Uh, I don't know. I was going to give him an eight, and that's just based on the scoring. Right. <laughs> I thought I was being fair seven. No, no, no. It, 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 like, if we'd have scored it normally, not giving Dan Burn a nine straight off the bat, then I would have given him a, given him a seven. But no, based on this, I thought an eight would have been fair, to be fair. A lot of people in the comments are saying sevens they like, so... Um, I, I think that's about right. Um, he's just had rotten, rotten luck. Rotten and, luck with injuries, and that's all it's been. He's had two lengthy layoffs. One was, like you said, Lee, after the Wolves game, where he put in arguably his two best performances for, for Newcastle. One with my um, goal of the season, which was against Wolves. And the way he played against Manchester City was probably our individual performance of the season. No Newcastle player has has outshone St Maximum from what has happened this season. He was unplayable that day. The best team in the world, by the way, not four. Just saying. The 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 best team in the world could not handle him that day. No one could. He was unplayable. Is he scapegoat? Yes. All players like that are. All 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 you kind of um, mercurial. Yes, yes. Your mercurial players are always scapegoats. It happened. The same happened with Ben Arthur. The same happened with Ginola. Um Yeah, it, it, he is a bit of a scapegoat at times. But I, I, I again would urge people not to have short memories. There is one hell of a player in there. And remember when he signed, we were told he's trouble. His attitude, no. his attitude, his attitude is going to be a problem. He's trouble. He's going to be disruptive. I'm sorry. Like again, I've met the guy. He cares. <laughs> yeah, he cares. He loves it because uh, he sees it after defeat. It's a bit like um, when Bruno posts. Bruno's a lot of positive, but 
Alan's at maximum, it gets to him. If Alan's at maximum was trouble, do you think he'd... He wouldn't be here because he's been on the bench too much this season. Because the problem is, he'll need a run in a team to sort of get going. But the way Howe does things, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it's not a criticism on Howe, so, you know, calm. Um, The way Howe does things, he doesn't just drop a player for someone returning from injury, does he? No. It's it's not an instantaneous thing. Um, you know, you have to earn to get the shirt back. You have to, you know, once you've got the shirt, once you've earned it, you you've got it. So, you know, there's there's been plenty of times where I think he should have started, but you know, the players in form have 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 got the have, have got the right to to still be in the team. We haven't really seen too many proper games with him and uh, Isaac. And a fully inflowed Miggy, really, when they're all at the top of their game going on, and that that the thought of that just excites me deeply. So you cannot be going, oh yeah, let's fuck off Maxi and 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 this that and the other. You just can't because you're just down. You're you're either high or sick. Can't. Well, I must be both. Well, <laughs> stay tuned, everybody, for later in the week because we are doing keep Sal alone. And um, no, no, because Carl, Carl, Carl wants Matoma instead, which no, is the on. biggest height job going. No, you don't use my words. I prefer Max is the hype job. Don't use that against me. Matoma and Matoma and Kaiseido are hype jobs. Yes, yeah, so I love him. No, and it was um, the the lad from um, Bristol Dortmund, Karim Adiema. I, I, I think. This is where what my standpoint is. I won't go into it into full detail. I love Maxi, and I like you. I was unbelievably excited when we signed him, and he gets me off my seat all the time. He's exciting. He g's up the crowd. I love it. He's too injury prone for me. You know, he's averaging twenty four, twenty five games a season. He doesn't see out a full season. He doesn't, and I, I just don't think that's ever going to change. And when we're pushing on to pastures new or the potential Champions League. If he, if he was able to play 38 games a season or 40, 50 games a season, which it could potentially be, it, you know, he's he's not going to... There's no way, no way that he's ever going to be able to play that amount of games. And I don't think he can have enough influence in 25 games. He's proven that. He's, 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 you know, he's got five assists this season. Three of them were in one game. He scored one goal. He scored one goal. I love him. I love him so much. He's just not good enough. He's not good enough. And I think there are better options out there. There's potentials there. He doesn't have... He doesn't play Sam, enough you're games. off screen. Sam. Get on screen. Show your motion. He doesn't play enough games. I, and I actually think we can get a decent amount of money for him now. I think we could get 40, 50 million for him and I could think we can reinvest that wisely. I do. Stay tuned, as I say, to keep Sal alone later on this week. Look. <laughs> That'll be I, an interest. I'm sure this will come up again. You but, can uh, call me... You can call me whatever you want to call me under the sun. Why? Absolute thicko. I don't need to justify myself. No. I just think you. I want to. I want to see like uh, uh, Alan says. uh, Maxi is our best winger. I want to. I want to see him play fifty games a season. I just don't think he can. Yeah, but you, 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 you won't see that anyway. Yeah, he's off the bench. He, he, yes, he is a good option off the bench, but I don't, I don't want to see him off the bench too many times. I want to see him get a good run in the side on his day. Which, like all all wingers, unless you're freaking Messi and Ronaldo, um, or Jesse Lingard, 
<laughs> Where's he going to end up? Um, <laughs> Forest Green. But, but yeah, you're going to get games where you're um, hot and cold, this, that, and the other. I mean, look, David Ginla, I think he only scored like seven goals for Newcastle. Yeah. David yeah, Ginla. And, and he, he goes down as a legend. Uh, like Ben Arthur. Ben Arthur had plenty of unbelievably shocking games for us. He did. Then. Them kind of players. That's just that's just the nature of the beast. Unfortunately, I absolutely agree with you. But what is in the grand scheme of things, we're not at that point anymore. What in the grand scheme of things, when we're pushing for Champions League and we could be pushing again for, you know, even I hate further. to break it to you, but we're in the Champions League. My you know friend. what I mean? So we ain't pushing, pushing anymore, pal. We're, let's say we're pushing for um, the the later rounds, latter stages of the Champions League, for example, and then the season after that, we're pushing for the Premier League. Because you've had a, a few good games where you've, you've been absolutely outstanding and you've got us off, off our seats. For me, that doesn't that doesn't warrant a place in the side anymore. I'd love to let see me, Maxi charging down the wing at the new camp. I would let me, love it. Let me ask you this one, Colin. Proven, I'm the first person. If he if he like if he proves me wrong, then I'll happily own up to being a twat. Do you know what I mean? I've got no <laughs> issue with that. I don't think you're a twat. Um, <laughs> a I, I, I still yeah, I still like you very much, um, but you're just thick. <laughs> Who would you rather have, Carl? Anthony Gordon, left wing, or Alan Sit Maxman? Right now. Uh-huh. Because you've got Anthony Gordon right now. But I absolutely. It, you know, I know people are going to be like, oh, it's, it shouldn't be a difficult decision. Anthony Gordon gives it absolutely everything he's got. Everything he's got. He's only got one saying... goal this season. It was yes. from centre midfield. Look. I, I'm not saying that. How many assists? I'm not saying, I'm not saying that I would. I want to. I want to choose him over Maximan. I think Maximan's got the potential to do more. Obviously, I do. But my point is, is that we can strengthen there. We don't need either of those two, in my opinion. You know, but we're not going to sell Anthony Gordon, are we? Because just I, 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 down I, on him. Yeah, I, I do. Agree. I would. I would bring in another winger type player this summer yeah. as well. I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not disputing that at all. Um, but yeah. You know, it it it's it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because what I did enjoy was um, Maxi tracking all the way back at, at Chelsea on Sunday um, for someone who doesn't track back. Um, he, I think he I won a like challenge. I dig at me. I, I might have said that a few times this season. No, no, you, well, but you are not the only one. Um, <laughs> he he won a he won the ball back on our own uh, on our own touchline. So um, yeah, it's just. Just it gets way too much stick, and like it, 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 it'll be vastly becoming the new Sean Longstaff if um, it, it carries on. And there have been pl- Maxi should have had more assists this season because when he's laid it on a plate for a couple of people, we've spurned some great chances. Remember Isak and Maxi's reaction when Willock missed that yeah, chance look, look, against this Man United. Come down that to was ability at all. This doesn't come down to ability for me. I just don't think he's got the amount of games in him. So you would have sold Kieran Dyer twenty years ago. You'd have sold Craig Bellamy in two thousand and two. Yeah, look, I'm a businessman. Such a liar. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, to be fair, I do Kieran, Kieran Dyer was the name of choice on, on on the black NCL shirt, so no, I would have kept him. And I like Craig Bellamy because he used to wind people up. Look, I love. The thing is, people like Ben Arf. Ben Arf was my favourite player at the time, and I thought that we should should have adapted the way we played. And I don't think he should have been a scapegoat for scapegoat for tracking back because we could have adapted the way that we played around him. The difference now is is that we have a lot more strength and depth. We have a lot more individual and 
technically gifted players in the likes of Isak. Callum Wilson's excellent off the ball. We, it's not just about Maxi anymore. And I think that's where the struggle. No, comes. that's that, that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. But for me, I, sometimes, sometimes I feel like that can be his downfall because I do agree with what Lee says to a certain extent. I feel he excelled in that Steve Bruce side because it was all about him. Very much so how Jack Grealish excelled in Villa because it was all about him and he didn't excel as much in Man City last season. Obviously, he's been very good this season. But he's had, what, three or four seasons now and I'm just like... I just want him... It's inconsistencies. It's frustrating. I love him to bits. He gets me off my seat all the time. I would love him to, to, to win everything for us. I just can't see it. And I think, I think we could get better value. That's all I'm saying. So we uh, we are talking about Anthony Gordon. <laughs> are we? Oh, okay. We, we are. You have kind of brought it back, but uh, Carl had Anthony Gordon because I said to him, "Who would you rather play, Gordon or Maxine?" How do you think Anthony, Anthony Gordon got on since he's come in? He's had a bad his time, hasn't he? Yeah, and I think he's admitted. He said he's had a difficult season for us. Um, I think he wanted to come in and hit the ground running. He said himself that he didn't, and this is obviously testament to everybody. And I think one of the main reasons that we've done so well is that he didn't. Um, he didn't expect the intensity that we've put in place from training, from running, etc., and how fit the team is. So, admittedly himself, he said he was already playing catch-up as soon as he got in the door, and I think that showed. Um, but I remember him first coming on, and he just lit up the crowd because he was just very, very energetic. Every every pass he played in that last 10 minutes was fantastic. Um, but he didn't really kick on from there, I don't think. Um, and again, I think that's probably down to his fitness, etc., and just learning the new system that he's come into. You know, when you come from a toxic club that Everton has been this season, um, it was always going to be difficult for him. But I, I honestly think there's a lot of potential there. Lots of people outside of Newcastle fans have written him off already. I think they wrote him off before we'd even signed him. But I imagine he'll end up turning it around, as many of the players have done. Um, and I think he'll be a, a very, very good squad player. Um, if we keep Maxi, I'll, for, it, I would expect Maximan to be the starter over Anthony Gordon if we keep Maxi. Um, but I'll give for his performances this season, I think a seven's fair. Anthony Gordon will get a seven. It'll be interesting to see how he uh, how he's worked or played at next season. Will he play on the that's right? Quite, that's quite generous. Do you uh, think so? I, I think it's a bit generous as well. I think he's been pretty poor, except for a couple of flashes. Flash Gordon. Uh-huh. Yeah, very That's, good, um, very good. What I have enjoyed, though, for a player that kind of, just before he signed, kind of split the fan base. Yeah, had a massive strop as well, didn't he, Brentford? Yes, credit to Matt Ritchie, who I'm guessing we're coming on too late. But... Um, that that's part of a learning curve, and he's been subbed off yeah. at half time a couple of times. It's not really; it wasn't looking like it quite was was working and clicking with him. But he says, like Carl pointed out, he was playing catch up and whatnot, and it was really encouraging. Um, and I'm so glad he got the goal against Chelsea. So he's off the mark. He's got a monkey off his back. But the biggest thing that I've loved is that he's had the crowd with him, especially like the away support. It would but have been a horribly up. Horrible night for him going back to Goodison, um, but the the crowd I, I feel like anyway, and we we were there that night, Lee, and um, yeah, we we helped him along, and that, there's been a few times like that. Um, yeah. The support kind of done him proud, and hopefully helped him settle the nerves a bit. Yeah, being an interesting one. I think he'll get a lot more game time next season. He's probably mm. one player to watch out for next season because. I think he will go up a little bit of a level. Uh, speaking of Matt Ritchie, Sam, it's fell on you. 
Um, again, I, I, I feel like I've said this so many times because we've expected him to leave for every transfer window over the past four years. But, you know, one of the most important players Newcastle United have had over the past decade. Um, look, he's done next to FA on the pitch this season. However, his influence off the pitch is not to be underestimated. Look at what he did for and with Anthony Gordon when he had that little strop um, away at Brentford, wasn't it? Um Look, he's invaluable. I think we've offered him a new one-year deal. I don't know whether that's true or not because, you know, we're not in the know and we'll happily admit that. Um, why, why, why would you want to pretend to be something you're not? Um, why don't so, you make a video about it and just lie? Weirdos on Twitter. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, not mentioning any names, Sean Casey. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> um, yeah, look. His his experience, his leadership, uh, he's no nonsense. He 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 demands the, uh, these standards. Um, Surprise! Whether it'll, whether it'll be a player coach role because we we know mm. he's 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 taken um, was it the under 18s He's he's taken a couple of times um, coaching sessions. So he's he's doing his badges. I think he'll make a fantastic manager one day. Um, but I, on the pitch, I think it, he'll be a bit aggressive. It's def- someone's definitely getting the Fergie treatment off Matt Ritchie. Well, if Joey Barton can hack it, and Paolo Di Canio did it, so uh, make this is true. Actually, That's don't want to mention Paolo Di Canio, but yeah, no, Joey Barton's a good example. Yeah, I, 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 I feel that um, just to to turn a light on. There we go, illumination. Um, I, I feel that yeah, he he will be a very good coach one day. Um, in terms of a score, is it is it fair to give him one, uh, Carl? I'll, I'll pass to your spreadsheet, but I can't remember too many times he's had more than two minutes game time off the bench. So no, I think I would, he's only played uh, five or six games. To be fair, I I, I would. It hasn't um, been for long, has it? No, no, I would I would lean towards non-applicable. But when was his last start? Was it Sheffield Wednesday? Do you play in that played- one? Seven games and minutes per game was seven. So he's played a grand total of 49 minutes this season. Non applicable, non applicable, but you know, if he stays another year, I'm sort of okay with that. But um, if he doesn't, then you know, he he goes down, as I said, one of the most important Newcastle United players in the past 10 years because he's helped get us back up in the Premier League and, and keep us there, more importantly. Yeah, Ryan Fraser is next. Remember him? Mm. <laughs> um, what do you score him? Yeah, do you score him in terms of his first half of the season where he was a a squad player? Very similar to uh, Richie in summer. I expect he was... Bit... He was getting minutes first half of the season. Don't forget, like, end of last season, he was in the team ahead of Miggy. Mm. It's a tough he... one because you rate him then because he's been a, literally abolished from the squad. I want to know uh, what happened. I think we'll find out when he leaves. Oh, we might find out in the Amazon documentary. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that would be good, wouldn't it? Maybe I should have said that. But Ryan Fraser, I'm going to go down the middle. I think he does need a score um, because he has played plenty of minutes. I'm going to score him a five uh, based on what he's played and then being literally not in the squad at all. Summicks went on. He'll be out the door, even if it's a loan spell, just to get him out. Uh, but yeah, Ryan Fraser will be leaving the club on a permanent or temporary basis. I think it's very, very generous. Uh, nah, but it's, uh, I don't think he was poor when he played. How many games did he play this season? 
eight. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it at five. I'm happy with that. I'm, I'm happy to go with five uh, for that. But yeah, it'll be leaving. But yeah, those eight, he was averaging like 40 minutes a game, to be fair. So he did play quite a bit, like you mm. said. Mm. Sam, I'm going to go back to you for Miggy. Well, transformation of the season, isn't it? Or for me, have thought it. if you base this on before the World Cup, you would be player of the season. Yes, but we're not. A season is 38 games. Um, it's. It, 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 it's another one of these sort of almost fairy tale stories because I, I would I would be quite intrigued to look back at our keep sell loan last at the end of last season because I know I said to sell him. There's a few of us that I think even I said I didn't want to, but I th- I didn't see any other choice. I think if there was anyone that was going to be sold, it was going to be him. To be fair, yeah, because I think at the end of last season it was a case of right now is the time you either offer him a new deal or you have yeah. to sell him. Um. Look, he's got a new deal. He's been playing the best football of his career. Um, it, he's getting a nine from me. Um, he needed more goals and assists, and he's <laughs> my word is he got that. And he's been he's got some fantastic goals as well. Oh, yeah. A lot a lot of people's goal of the season would have would have been against Fulham. Yes. Yeah, it's a one. Um, I I I I enjoyed the the goals against Everton and Villa greatly. That one against um, Villa was just. An absolute peach, yeah. Even the one the previous season against Palace, the Bruno slice ball, even that was sensational. Filth. Uh, the, uh, Leicester, first first yeah, Premier League game a... back uh, after Christmas. Uh, Christmas filth. Christmas out. filth. So, yeah, yeah, there's been so many good Miggy moments. Yes, he's, he's, he's died off a little bit towards the end of the season. and uh, like... he lost his place, didn't he? Uh... No, no, I don't. He did on the bench for about three games. Did he start the last game of the season? Aye, but I think yes. And if we were were fit, I think we might have started. (laughs) If we were a midfielder, yeah, probably. But look, he he forgot his shooting boots against Chelsea as well, didn't he? Um, Yeah, but let's not detract from what has been an absolutely phenomenal season for Miggy. Absolutely phenomenal. It's been a joy to see. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Worldy goals, track and back. We knew that was in his game. And, you know, we used to always say we didn't want him playing on the right-hand side and it's proved it all wrong. Because, as I say, that video that we did last year, we all would have said out. And one player who's massively improved for you, Carl, uh, Jacob Murphy. Oh, my word. A king oh, of shit Step aside on set maximum. You have competition. It's Jacob Murphy. What a season he's had now! Like, and it's ugh, he's been just the shit how's we Just the shit yeah, how's we He's been fantastic. He's just completely fit the narrative that the media have given us. When we're all like, "Oh no, we're not that." Like, and he just plays up to it every opportunity he's got. He's been absolutely fantastic comedic value as well as been very, very good on the pitch. Which is, um, I'm so happy for him. I am so happy for him because again, boyhood fan. We all wrote him, not wrote him off, but we all, we were all like... Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. The joke was, you know we used I mean? to do the last word, Carl, we used to always say, oh, such and such linked, I would always say it back to you. What, what did I always say to you? I can't remember. Is he better than Jacob Murphy? The answer no. would be yes, yeah. to literally 99% of the winners yeah, are so, linked to. True, true. true. Um, but I'm, I mean, in sense, it was just, we all just, like, 
we're all just on the very on the same page that he just wasn't good enough for for the Premier League or for Newcastle, um, and he's proven us wrong this season. If if he can emulate and you know sixty percent of the form that he's had this season, he can stay. He can stay, and I know that's a bit hypocritical because saying that I oh, would get rid of Valentine Maximum, but look, I say stupid things sometimes. So. I would probably no. say at the moment Jacob Murphy is ahead of Valentine Maximum. It's based on the games that he's played. If you look at, you know, just look at the statistics, then you can't really argue with it. But like Sam said, there's a human element to it. So, you know, I wouldn't say that's entirely fair. Um, I think. Yeah, I think if if there's if there's a if they're both playing the same position and Eddie Howe's got to pick one, I think at the moment you'll go with Murphy, and that's we'll get off the N seven thing. But I think that's how well Murphy has improved. This season, yeah. I, I, do you know what know, I do I, love? I, I fucking love his reaction when Dan King interviews him when they're doing the lap of appreciation, and he's yeah. and he mm. says, "What does that mean to you for the Champions League?" Just the the smile and pride that came out of him was like, "Fuck me, he's one of us." You can see that it means everything to him. I think as well, you know, thinking about that, he's. Uh, thinking about whether you would start him or Maxi or, or whatever, you look at it, he's played 36 games, he's only started 14. So, the 36 the 20... games. But having yeah. said that, a lot of Jacob his... Jacob Murphy, 36 games, that's incredible. A lot he, of those sub-appearances aren't five-minute goals. I don't think anybody has played 38 games this season. Let me just double-check. No, he's played, he's played the... Nick Pope has played. Nick Pope and Dan Byrne have played the most. So Dan Byrne's played thirty-eight games. Nick Pope thirty-seven. Then it's Shaw, Botman, Jacob Murphy, Trippier. How many has he played? Um, he must played all of them. Trippier, I'm sure he has. Sorry, and Trippier thirty-eight as well. Sorry, yeah. Um, but even so, the fact that he's even in that conversation of playing, you know, ninety-five percent of the games, and then. Only starting fourteen of them, scoring four goals. I think he's got five assists as well. He's just he's just been brilliant to watch this season, and I'll I'll give him a nine because everything about him has been fantastic this season. If if we'd have won the cup final, I would have wanted to have gone out with Jacob Murphy that time. <laughs> no, no, like like of all the squad, like this is a guy who we like Rafa signed for twelve million. He was our big money signing that summer. Remember, it was for us back then. And he was absolutely terrible, bar an assist to, 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 was it Rondon at Everton away? No. I think you had a, you had a brief spell for about a month. I scored away at Man City, didn't he? And yeah, then... oh, yes, he got the, he got the honorary, he got the Dan Gosling consolation, didn't he? <laughs> but he was good, um, but then Rafa being Rafa took him out for no reason. Yeah, and that was it. He went on loan to West Brom, he went on loan to Sheffield Wednesday, we like Carl said. We did all write him off. We all said yeah, he's not yeah. good enough. He's not Premier League level. Every single one of you, not one person, not even me, and I sympathise with Kraft and whatnot. Um, <laughs> like we all said, not good enough. Move him out as quick as possible. And look at what he's achieved. Look at what he's achieved. He's, he's epitomised Eddie Howe's Newcastle United. Yeah. Um, like Carl said, he, boyhood fan. He's living his dream. The, the the moments of shit out in both legs of the um, semi final at Southampton, the first leg with that, the second leg being subbed off after being subbed on, and I, absolutely I and absolutely loving being subbed off after being subbed on. Spurs as well when he scored that goal, he's like, oh, that was unreal. 
that Mo- was so, one of the moments of the season. Like obviously it's pure enjoyment, but there was almost a sarcasm to it as well, and it was just fantastic. I don't think anyone could believe what was going on there. Even <laughs> <laughs> when Isaac scored his second, he was like, "Like seriously, what's going on? <laughs> this is this is getting out of hand." If it was boxing, the ref would have jumped in and stopped. Yeah, stopped the game. But um, yeah, Jacob Murphy, what a guy! What a guy! He has a question. Yeah. The answer for me is yes. Um, to, to kind of phrase is, if someone offered thirty million for Murphy, would you take it? We're all going to say so. So alone now, aren't we? Love him, love yeah, him, but yeah, really. for that money, yeah, great up, yeah, definitely. Fuck him uh, off for Diaby, yeah, no, but no, what a guy, what a guy. Uh, and those are your wingers. We'll move on to the two strikers before we get on the big one, which is the coaching staff and Eddie Howe. So uh, it falls to moi. I've got Callum Wilson, and Sam already expressed earlier on he was written off. Had a good start of the season, went to the World Cup. Brilliant for him because we're all, how are you going to pick Wilson? You got to pick him. He went and he should during the World I can't remember which game it was. It's where England battered them five or six. He's breaking through one on one. Shoot man shooting, he squares at Jack Grealish. I'm like, he had the chance. He should have been selfish and got himself an England goal, but came out after the World Cup. Isaac replaced him for a bit and then he was hungry. He was coming off the bench, scoring goals, sometimes two. Got back in the side. And then it shows you something that we're putting a £60 million striker back to the left wing because of the form of Callum Wilson. He's got his England call-up. So 18 Premier League goals, absolutely sensational. And I'm not going to go 10, but I am going to score him really high in a 9 out of 10 for me because he's had a fantastic season statistically because I know Carl's got them in front of him. It's his best season in front of goal, yeah, um, which is phenomenal. And England have a plethora, ooh, get me for the big words, of some strikers in red-hot form at the minute, and he's right up there. So, phenomenal season. Yes, he's getting on. What's he, 30 now? 31? 31. So, his legs will start to go. You probably have to, but he's got a bit of muscle about him anyways. He can shove, and he's the nounce of being clever as well. Deceptively quick, deceptively yeah. strong. He's already got that in the locker when his pace fully goes. So, yeah, fantastic end. Yeah, he's going to be a, a linchpin for next season, but I do feel that we probably need another striker. But unreal season, Callum Wilson, nine out of ten. Twenty-one games he started with eighteen goals. What a return that is! Mental, isn't it? Yeah, fair play Mental. to him. Yeah, goes to show you when you've got a bit of competition, it brings out a different hunger on someone. Because it's brilliant that. And of course, the other one is Isaac coming across to Carl. Um, obviously, Sam, I'll let you have the last word on Isaac because I know you love him, but. Um, Carl obviously came in, big money buy, came in, scored, what was it, two out of three games, got injured. Then the World Cup came. It's like, ugh. And then come late January, he was in that side and scoring goals for fun. This kid is going to be... This this depends where he plays, where where his permanent position come, becomes. But Sorry, but he... for next season, he has to play up front. Yeah. I, I don't want him out wide. It's got to be one yeah. or the other. You're going to have to upset someone. He's going to be in the top two strikers in the Premier League. And that's just because Erling Haaland's there. If he wasn't here, he'd be the best striker in the Premier League for me. Best forward in the Premier League. Don't care what people say about Harry Kane. He's had a great season again for Spurs. Blah, blah, blah. Alexander Isak has got way more about him. He's younger than him. He's unbelievably skillful on the ball. Eye for a pass is fantastic. His finishing ability is fantastic. He has got an unbelievably high ceiling. Sam was spot on with everything that he said before we before he came and how excited he was that he, we got him. Had a little bit of a slow start and um, 
it's unreal. There isn't enough. There's not enough superlatives in the English language to describe this boy. He's brilliant. Twenty-two games played, seventeen started, ten goals, averaging sixty-five minutes a game. Can you imagine what he's going to do when he plays a full season, averaging no. 80, 85, 90 minutes a game? For me, it's it's just, based it's on those stats, you're looking at Haaland and Kane stats. That's what you're looking at. He's that's unreal. Just, that assist of Goodison, I got took off him, but it's an assist. That was just, fuck me, what's Disgusting. happened? Disgusting. Um, and I know, like I said, people can quite, you can quite easily back what I say down about Harry Kane, but Harry Kane's starting to get on. He'll probably have another couple of seasons in him. I think Alexander Isak has the potential to be one of the best strikers that the, the Premier League would have seen in a long, long time. And right. I think the comparisons to Henri are now becoming justified because he's got a similar build. Plays in a very similar way, especially when Armory was at Monaco. Um, you know, playing out from that left wing, he is brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Terms, Sixty million well spent. In terms of football and ability, I don't want this to be clipped up. In terms of being a footballer and ability, he's got more ability than Haaland. On the ball, yeah. Yeah. Haaland. On the ball, I would say so. Haaland is a completely different player. Haaland, Haaland is lethal in front of goal. His spatial awareness is unreal. He's, he's direct. He's unbelievably quick for his size. He's, like you say, he's lethal in front of goal. He's not. He doesn't. He, he's not a ball player. You know. He's if you don't not give. Start. If you don't give Haaland service, he'll not score. Yeah, exactly. Whereas exactly. he's, I can do something on his own. Yeah, you're not going to look at. You're not going to put Haaland. You know, thirty yards. Um, in front of the back four and expect him to go on a, a, a ridiculous run and create a chance. That's just not how he plays. You know, he's an unbelievable striker, one of the best out-and-out -out strikers I've ever seen. But he's not a ball player, not from what I've seen anyway. So in that sense, I would say Isak is better in that regard, yeah. What are you scoring him? What's 16. Um, uh, no, he ten. gets a 10. He gets a 10, yeah. 10? Yeah, easily. Take his blip. Going ten. Oh, ten, mate. See a blip injury. Sorry. Ten, and that's and he's he's just played just about played half the games as well. Mister Molina, you like mm -hmm. him? What we're talking about, don't you? No, I was just staying quiet to see what you was uh, what you saying. Just he's enjoying yeah. it. He's lapping it up, sitting. No. So, no, I, I, I'm very aware that I don't want to get too pig-headed because it will come back and bite me on the ass. But I've I've got an awful lot of things right this season, and this no, is the I, biggest I one because you were slagged off by all the comments on the Sky Sports video when you went live on there, and the the people were t like taking with a pinch of salt when you said he could be our new our new Aguero for us. And people are like, oh, he's banging 30 goals a season, but he's a completely different type of player. And we knew what you meant. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. People take things out of context and just, you, you know, but like, he actually could be that now. <laughs> you could be. Yeah. You know, the, the thing is, if he's at, he's not a six-yard striker. No, he no. Will, he will go past Jinx, past one or two players and slot a bottom corner. So, like, if he stays fully fit next season, because he, like, you know, came late in the window... His 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 papers didn't come through because of Brexit. Um, That's still happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the, 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 I mean, like, like I, it is what it is. But that it's it's a fact. Had, had <laughs> Brexit. <laughs> had it. Had it. Had remember because you put that on Twitter. Someone replied back to it. Uh, oh, I do remember. Well, it's a fact, isn't it? Had had. had you know, politics. Players, or players, yeah. Well, well, no, it's not. It's a fact. Players. 
who are in the European Union, i.e. a Swedish player playing in Spain, wouldn't have needed a work permit pre-Brexit. So it, it's, I don't care whether you remain or leave. I'm just stating a fact. Whatever. Get a life. Um, but anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, so he, he, he's, he's, his start was interrupted. He wasn't um, kind of given that gradual introduction into English football like Howe's done with all the other transfers he's made. He was thrust into starting because we had no one else. Thrust into starting at Anfield, one of the most toughest places to go in world football. Bang, scores two on his debut. Yes, one was disallowed, but mm, 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 you know what I mean. Um, and then he gets an injury and he's out for a couple of months. So he had, he had the worst possible start. And then the second half of the season, once he's got that run in the team, goals, quality goals, assists, unreal assists. I remember I was in the... Obviously, you were in the upper tier at Goodison, weren't you? Um, um, I was in the lower... I, I, was I, loving I, it. I was loving it in the lower tier. I was quite... Uh, I, had, I, had a, I had a copper next to me, so I felt safe giving them a stick. Um, yeah, I mean... To be fair. I, I was I was more or less pitch side, and like his run was happening right in front of me, and I'm just watching him like this with my gob wide open. Going, it was incredible. He tried, tried it again, which not many people know. The, the, the guy, the the guy is incredible. Look, he's 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 got to stay fully fit and whatnot, and 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 you know get a good run. I'm absolutely spot on, Carl. Uh, and you leave. He has to be playing down the centre. I don't want like whilst he's effective, and I love when we were chasing the game at Southampton. No fucking about Wilson on at half time. Isaac on the left, bang, job done. Love that when we're chasing the game. Yeah, but I, I don't want it from the start. I don't yeah. think it's as effective. Um, I would have loved to have seen what would have happened had he started the League Cup final. Oh mate, it was great. Which, uh, if any of you out there were at the Dolphin the day before, you will fully appreciate I was the only one in the whole, for the Chronicles live event, I was the only one who wanted Isak to start. Everyone else wanted Wilson, which is absolutely fair enough. And again, it wasn't a slant on Callum Wilson, as we've seen. Unreal season. He was just out of form. Uh, so, but yeah, agree. Isaac's the real deal. Have I said that? Yeah, I mean, and you can't, when someone like Zlatan Ibrahimovic, he's completely full of himself, sometimes very satirical, obviously, but an unbelievable, um, another unbelievably technically gifted footballer. When he says the things that he has done about Alexander Isak, you know, you have to listen to those things, and he's definitely proven that. I can't believe we got him. (laughs) Genuinely, like like I wrote, I think pretty sure the article will still be up on NewcastleFansTV.com from um, freaking. Uh, April 2020, when the the takeover was first mooted, the the five players I wanted to see signed for. I do for, remember you speaking Newcastle about United. it in our videos. To be fair, uh, number one was Alex Isaac. I mean, ignore three out of the other five because just don't worry about it. <laughs> but like another one I wanted was Sandro Tonali, who's at AC Milan at the minute, and he would fit perfectly as our defensive midfielder. But whatever, ignore the other three. Don't worry about it. Two out of three ain't bad, man. No, no, two, two out of five. But yeah, ignore the other three. I mean, I mean, I mean, we all wanted Mbappé back at what at some point, didn't we? But who, who are we kidding? We got Trippier, so just ignore it, mate. Don't worry about Mbappé. I mean, where's he even going to be playing next season? Who's that other lad that we were after? Who's just not doing anything at PSG now? What's his name again? Ekatike. That's the badger. 
I thought you were going to say Neymar and Bappe. Had 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 Ekatike signed for we us, we wouldn't have got him. Funny that, isn't it? Mad, isn't it? We'll yeah, Dan Ashworth, Dan Ashworth's done the business there, hasn't he? Yeah. Move on. Uh, as a collective, I have Eddie Howe, Mad Dog, Graham Jones, Simon Weatherstone. Of course, you can go on and all the other rest of the goalkeeping coaches, but what what a season. Uh, we've got to go 10 everywhere. Because if yeah. I say eight years old, like, you know, we've been doing, I've, I've been doing this since 2015. Sammy's been with us four years, or three year, four year, call the same, and it's like, for all centres, right, there's a Champions League place for you right now and a League Cup final a day out in Wembley. You've always would have just said, what the fuck are you on about, Lee? I remember, right, I'd not long bought my first house. Um, I've got all excited getting ready for this first live stream of you lot. Sat in the garden and we were so shit. So shit. And this is where we are now, three, four years down the line. It's unreal. Absolutely unreal. I've sold my house to move up here. Because of what's going on at this club, it's nuts. Are you listening, Sam? Yeah. Where's your missus? She's in bed, I think. Let me let me talk to her. Listen, I don't. I think it would come better from your missus rather than you yourself. That's a good point. And that's that, that's nothing against you, but no. you are seen as a bit thick now. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, I mean, look. I mean, the, the time we spent all spent together, like round Trafalgar Square on the, the day before yeah. the cup final, the, the the match itself was kind of irrelevant, which is sad in a way because we we lost. But um, yeah, can you imagine if we'd have just won? And that, hopefully, that will be us one day. Because like watching watching Man City lift the FA Cup uh, yesterday, I was just sat there thinking, I just want one. I just want one before before I die. I just want one. Yeah, that's not a lot to ask, is it? And the best time is probably now because we we are all old enough to remember, you know, Sir John Hall. We've been around his house to remember, you know, the Keegan years, the Bobby years, and we didn't quite do it. And we thought, but they didn't they didn't qualify for the Champions League and get to a cup final. Right, Not in the same right. season, though. No. We used to just do one or the other each season. But we've got some fantastic nights to look forward to next season. We're all going to be. Stuck to a TVs and see we get drawn on deadline day in the Champions League draw, which um, which will be fantastic and got so much things to look forward to. And this is the credit that you know Eddie Howe, Mad Dog, Graham Jones, Simon Weatherstone, the rest of them, because uh, it could have had Unai Emery, and you just never know if that what you know he was first yeah. choice. You just never know if that could have been a different my choice. Yeah, it was your choice. I said on the overlap, I wouldn't mind Eddie Howe. Um, is a not a, yeah, as a stopgap. I, I just said it. It was more of a case and. But I think I want Eddie Howe here long term. Of course, look at the job he's done. Took him from 19th to a Champions League place and a cup final. Which on another day, if we had a fully fit squad, we could have put up a bit better of a fight. And it's just a season that we'll look back at. And we can't probably be, right now, we can't, it's been great. But I think, you know, in five year time, because everyone talks about Pardew season, Ben Arthur, boss, he said. That'll be us in five years' time thinking, remember that time when we finished fourth and we had the likes of Bruno in the middle and we had Isaac and Wilson and we couldn't get in the side and Trippier and we'll talk you, about the side. You might I be mean. a good person to ask about that, to be fair, because out of the three of us, you'll be you'll be the only one that would have been at the majority of those games, of course, when Pardew was in charge. And what's the difference with how, can you remember any differences with regards to how you felt then and how you do now? With, with Pardew... The sense was, he's in Ashley's back pocket. He's it's his pal. Mm. Yeah. I don't think that was fully true, 
I think he was pally with them, and I think he did get the job because he had mutual friends. But it was it was still a, even even that season finishing fifth, it was still a great campaign. Don't get me wrong, but there was still the expected bomb to go off. You still yeah. you still waiting for something just to explode, and then that's that happens what it was. Because I don't remember. We finished being... fifth. We finished fifth and think we're right, brilliant. We finished fifth. We we'll go on and strengthen the squad. We signed Gail Bigger Amana for a million, and we didn't sign no one else. And no wonder we struggled. And Vernon, uh, yeah, sorry, no wonder we struggled. Gail Bigger Amana as well because. So he was playing, yeah, and he was he was playing in the last time I checked some Northern Ireland league or something like that. And yeah. There was always that expectancy that something like you say the bomb, a bomb was enough, like something will blow up in your face, like yeah. because even when like when things were just starting to go swimmingly and like things like were, were relatively calm around the club, still banners for Pardew out and everything. You just knew something was just around the court. Bang! Oh, hello, joking here. Yeah. You know, something like that was always around the corner, wasn't it? But that was the last. You know, that's, you don't have to worry that's... about that. And you, you can also say about the ownership as well. It's not just that you know they've pushed the women's. We can give them all tens up to push the women's. They're being very nice to us, interacting with us. They follow us on Twitter now, which is fab. And not just that, you the work that I do with charity. They're just everywhere, and it's a it's a sense of you know. And I love the fact that Amanda was crying when she seen Eddie and hugged him and. It's the emotion that's coming out. That it's not just a money exercise for them. It actually means something to these people. Yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I'm very um, big enough to say that women's football has never interested me. It hasn't until the back end of this season, seeing all of you being involved in it and just how much the club's been pushing it and how much it's meant and seeing you know how how family orientated it has has completely changed my opinion on it and I'm. No issue in saying that. I genuinely, I was one of those people. Women's football, like, oh, I can't be asked to watch that. But my opinions changed massively, and um, you know, I'd wish them success anyway. But I genuinely, genuinely do really hope they do well, and I'll certainly be paying more attention next season, definitely. And that comes down to the work that you've done, and obviously what they've done at the club as well. So, yeah, we yeah, push that on next season. It's not just that the ownership everywhere from. Everything in the going into Atlanta at the minute, talking to international fans, making them feel involved is brilliant, man. Expectation next season, possibly, though, isn't there? It's going to go higher, and that's probably the thing that Eddie Howe's going to have to live with. So, if I set you all right now, you'll all take top four right now again. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I'd, I'd, to be honest, I'd take top seven just to consolidate European football. I'm, I'm very much of when the, the trophy la- When the trophy lands, that will just even go like. We'll we'll expect to be competing with for trophies shortly. Give it, yeah, give it, yeah, yeah, it'll be different. So for, for for now, my attitude is and has been for since the takeover. Just enjoy the ride. My, mine, do you know what mine is? Going all the way games is like I used to always think I'll be good to get a point today. I'll be great to get a point today. Now it's not. Ex- and like, how many away days? I expect to be entertained now. I'm like, well, then I'm going to be right. I can see this going two two. I can see two one. I don't expect to park the bus, hope for a point, and have no hope. And it's been so, an incredible season. So many unbelievable away days this year. It's been incredible. This will be the most exciting summer transfer window we will ever see. So looking forward to the, that Amazon documentary when that comes out. And then all we're going to yeah. sign is Scott McTominay. No, no I, I, I honestly, I think, I think we can expect two hundred million. A lot that, of it, maybe not moment. outlined up front, but I think that's how much we'll spend. I think a lot of it at the minute it's just pure speculation. I know as much as I didn't want to get people carried away, 
the articles that you see on Twitter, the videos that you see on YouTube, it's a lot of bullshit. I mean, it's there's nothing there at the moment. I think near enough when they get back from pre-season, I think that's when things will start to accelerate. And no, no doubt, Dan Ashworth, you know, he'll be a busy man this summer. Men and women's team as well, so it's great. Some some outlook for Sandro Tonali, Dan, if you're watching. Yeah, my only outlook on it is that on obviously from watching things previously before like we've spoken about it. Sam, when I watched the interviews from Piff, um, and talking about their 2030 vision and how much they were, how much profit they were looking to make. I, Newcastle's got to be, they've got to have made 100, 150 million profit now based on the club's value from where we're at. For New example, sponsorship, Champions League football. More people, bums on seats, TV All they're going to be looking at is what Chelsea have spent, what Todd Bowley spent to buy Chelsea, what he's spent to, to do nothing with them. They've spent, what, you can look at six and a half billion in total this season with them being bought and then what's been spent on transfers. We've been bought for 350 million or whatever it was in the end. Champions League football, we're getting an extra 38 million pound in profit. They're just going to throw the book at it now to push it for commercial success. And you get something success. daft like if you win a game of football in the Champions League, you get two points. Yeah. Something million per win. Yeah. The sponsorship yeah. offers they'll be getting will be coming out of their ears. Yeah. I think that's a great point about the club's valuation as well. Because I remember, um, again, during lockdown one, when it's all sort of started, um, interviewing Henry Winter. And he says, well, I, I think 320 odd million is quite cheap. And I'm thinking, what the hell are you high? No, but but yeah, yeah. Like once again, that's why he's the best in the business. Like you know, he's absolutely spot on. It was cheap. It really was. It they really genu- was cheap. Genuinely, could have the opportunity to get us to a valuation if they do it right in the next three years at a billion pound at yeah. the rate we're at easily. Yeah. Seven hundred million pound in three years. Who's not going to make that? Who's not going to spend the money to make that happen? Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a class class summer. With uh, we'll do videos when the speculation has legs to it, and we've still got um, keep selling loan, which will be interesting with Alan St. Maximum later on this week as well. <laughs> we'll get a counter and for against, and um, we'll do another live. We are going to bring back the live shows as well because it's something that we are missing on the channel, especially the black and white show as well, especially with this new system as well. Because I want to play with it. But yeah, uh, it's been a long one. These always are an hour and 45 minutes long. Carlos, thank you very much. Samuel, thank, thank you, you very Enjoyed much. It. And myself as well down here in the office with little Ferdinand. I didn't realise you were going to the office, mate. Otherwise, I would have come. So I yeah, I'm in the office. Ferdinand's looking around. I think he wants to come here. No wonder that bloody office thinks a dog. Oh, it's a beautiful dog, though. It's beautiful. Aren't you, darling? It's not a dog. He's a darling. He's little Ferdinand, man. Come here. Come say hello before we end the stream. Come here. Come on. Come up. I'm not an animal person, viewers, in case you haven't noticed. Doesn't uh, like charity, doesn't like animals. Well, I do like charity. No, no. you got more chance of me having another child uh, than me getting a pet. And I've had Zero, a vasectomy. So uh, what does that tell you? Yeah. Anyways, on that note, we'll, uh, we'll end it, everybody. Uh, are we, oh, are we still live? <laughs> drop, drop us a like, everyone. Bye-bye.